When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. More is available on demand at Spoonie.com. Solution on Spoonie Radio. I'm Gwen Rich, your host, health advocate, and founder of The Rich Solution. So here on Spoonie Radio, I talk about empowered health, what each one of you can do starting today to look and feel and live a healthier and happier disease-free lifestyle. So today's topic, to look and feel better with real milk versus non-dairy substitute. Oh my, so many choices. So which one should I drink? So the information on this show is presented for educational purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for the diagnosis, treatment, or advice of a qualified licensed medical professional. The facts are presented, are offered as information only, not medical advice, and in no way should anyone infer that we are practicing medicine. So seek the advice of a medical professional for the proper application of this material to any specific situation. Remember, today's topic is real milk versus non-dairy substitute. Which one should you drink? So is that what, like we're talking about almond milk and different types of milk that come from uh, other non-dairy Exactly. Sources. So we're talking about, so that's a great question. So usually uh, lately, Ted and I, so this is Ted Rich. He's my sidekick lately. Uh, <laughs> we've been getting together on Mondays to talk about uh, different subjects and usually he's pretty knowledgeable about. Uh, he wasn't going to participate today because he's got a lot on his plate with um, work and school. Uh, but then he thought, you know what, I'll join in on the conversation, which I know he'll have a lot to offer anyway. So I wanted to I talk hope. about milk, raw milk, and the non-dairy substitutes because they seem to be so popular. Talk about some of the reasons why and their health benefits. So to answer Ted's question, we're talking about what are some of the other uh, dairy, non-dairy that we could be talking about today. Well, raw dairy is one of them. Okay. So we could talk about even goat's milk, camel's milk okay for non-dairy we're talking about soy rice milk pea protein milk coconut milk almond milk pecan cashew and hemp milk okay so there are a lot of choices so what's very cool is that i have not been uh really having dairy for it's probably been about eight years now uh, which was never a big deal for me because i'm 
don't really like dairy. It was not something that was hard for me to take out of my diet. Since I don't eat really processed foods, it's not like I have to worry and look at the label and see if there's any dairy. I don't have any type of intolerance or sensitivity. Right. So uh, at, just after doing the research for this, I thought, wow, well, you know, I may actually try something like one of these, which I'll, I'll talk about in a little bit. So if you had to take a guess, okay, okay, what do you think, which one do you think is maybe going to have the most health benefits or would Ooh. seem to be a really good choice? Just the top of your head. Um, well, I'm going to protein and calcium because that's a lot of, that's, those are two reasons why people drink milk. I'm going to have to go with almond milk. And my reasoning behind that is because there's no cholesterol. Um, it can be sweetened or unsweetened. I know it's got a lot of calcium. I think it actually has more calcium than regular milk. Um, yeah. So almond milk is your choice? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, let's <laughs> see what, how this plays out today. So many of you uh, may not be aware too. people... Uh, may choose to not have a dairy milk due to allergies to casein, uh, as well as the intolerance, the lactose intolerance. Um, they could be vegan, so they choose to not uh, consume any animal products. Mm -hmm. You could be avoiding dairy milk for environmental or animal rights. So for any of the reasons above, we're going to talk about dairy uh, and non-dairy substitutes today. Okay. All right. Sound good? Yeah. Great. So we know that in general, the plant-based milks, they've really taken hold, increased a lot. We're talking about up over 60% in the last four years. Okay. Almond milk, 64% of the market share. Wow. So maybe that's going to give us a clue into seeing you're <laughs> right or not. <laughs> soy milk, that's 13% oh, of market share. Soy. Coconut milk is 12 and then you have uh, the staples in the category, which we have quinoa, rice, pecan, and cashew milk. And when you say part of the market share, you're not including dairy milk, correct, in that? Or? Um, we are talking about, right. These are so just plant-based. Right. Got it. Okay. Right. Yep, exactly. So let's talk about um, milk versus non-dairy milk and alternatives. Uh, we've been taught definitely in my generation um, that milk does the body good. That Absolutely. was like the slogan from the commercials. <laughs> you still see them. Do the you? got milk. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. watch TV. Well, so and they also, know. there's the advertisements too about, you know, women having dairy at least. So sometimes it's not even just milk. It's dairy too. Um, because they say that, you know, if you do have so many servings of dairy and you're female, you have a you know lesser risk of osteoporosis as you get older. I know I've seen those. Right, right. Okay, so maybe the younger generation, maybe a little millennials, a little bit younger may not. Well, I guess the, they might be aware of it too. So anyway, we've been raised to think that milk uh, does our body good. Um, but for many people, they do have issues with dairy. So this has become a common topic for most people. So we've got 30 to 50 million people in this country alone who cannot drink cow's milk because they are lactose intolerant. Okay. And it seems like anytime you're with a group of people, there's always somebody who can't have some type of dairy right. because of that. And then you have another 1.5 million people who may have a genuine uh, dairy allergy or okay. uh, two casein, which is the protein, protein that's in cow's milk. Um, 
So what do I want? Okay, so plant-based, like I said, is definitely coming up this year as an alternative. We are even seeing it if you frequent shops like Starbucks. We're seeing mm-hmm. that they're offering that alternative milk product for those who are vegan or they want to avoid milk because of environmental animal rights. Um, so what are some of the first alternative milk products that have been on the market? Soy was really one of the first ones. Right. And then rice milk. So soy really had a a big market share for quite some time. Uh, But now again, we're starting to see things like hemp, almond, cashew, macadamia nut. Interesting. Um, Yes. And even the pea protein milk. And they're generally healthier, tastier options than soy milk. We will get into that. But let's get into real dairy milk because, again, I think most of us are like this. And it's kind of whatever our bubble is of the world we live (laughs) in. So I don't consume dairy so i don't even think about it right and when an article comes by i usually don't pay that much attention to it because it doesn't pertain to me sure and if i'm talking about a topic with work about how to reduce risks of cancer or just your inflammation um your your immune system you know i'll talk about it but for the most part i don't pay attention to it you know it's whatever's topic of mind right 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 so i i just thought this was very interesting where i thought well if i really did care about dairy i would start to drink it again um but anyway so let's talk about some of the things why milk has gotten a bad rap i don't know if you you see that or not um definitely in light of the industrial dairies right um and that's because the conventional dairies have the antibiotics and the growth hormones in there bad fats and even i don't know if you know this with nasty stuff like pus Oh, that's... I know from the constant infections that the dairy cows get due oh. to the unnatural and unhealthy conditions that they have to endure. So when I hear that, it's like gross. I don't ever want to have dairy again. I guess that's why they homogenize it and pasteurize exactly, it. Exactly. <laughs> right. So we really are the only true humans that uh, consume the milk, you know, of another animal, right. which is usually meant to nourish their babies. Um, we know it's constant in our society. It's a source of nutrition, but let's see if we can find it from a, the right place, right? As you just mentioned with the conventional dairy past, uh, product production, it does have the high temperature mm-hmm. pasteurization and the homeogen. I always say this wrong. Um, homeogenization. Homogenization. Of, thank you. Of fats. So we know that raw milk comes straight from the cow. It's got all these enzymes and nutrients. And uh, and it makes vitamins and minerals more bioavailable. I've heard that, yeah, the fresh milk is actually some people that cannot drink the homogenized pasteurized milk in the stores can actually drink um, milk that's fresh. It's non homogenized. Um, and I know there's like one brand I've seen it at Whole Foods. You have to, you know, shake it up because oh, it right. separates because it's not homogenized. Right. And you're right because it has all those enzymes still in it. It has a lot of the stuff that, that the cow produces when it's fresh, which actually helps you absorb it, break it down. It's less hard on your stomach and on your system. So I do know that. Yep. That's a, that's a key point. So why don't we do this? Um, just break it up here for a second. We are going to talk uh, more in this conversation about, you know, a little bit about gut health and probiotics, because um, certainly dairy or non-dairy substitutes affects your health, your gut health. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about life extension uh, at the Rich Solution. Life extension are the supplements that we use. Can you expand a little bit about there is a 
uh, probiotic from Life Extension that we support. Yeah. Well, so probiotics are excellent. We'll go into, you know, more about them. But um, what I like about Life Extension um, and what you really have to look for when you're taking a probiotic is for something to be what's called enteric coated um, or you want something that is going to last through your stomach acid. So much of the time we consume all these probiotics and we think, great, I'm getting the benefits of them. When in reality, our stomach acid is killing off a lot of those probiotics anyways. It doesn't get through. So when you have an enteric coated capsule, what that does is it resists the stomach acid um, and it allows transfer of whatever's in that capsule into, you know, the large intestines, small intestines, you retain a lot more of it. Um, so that's definitely something you want to look for. And I know with Life Extension, they have, um, that's definitely in their product formulation. Um, other things that you can look for, sometimes they have like dual capsules. I don't even know what they're called, but it's like a capsule inside of another capsule. And so the first capsule will get dissolved in the stomach acid, but there's another one that's again, more resistant, very similar to enteric coating that will um, survive and, and, you know, go into the intestines. So, but yeah, I really like Life Extension. I know I talk about it all the time. It's, you know, one of the only supplement companies that I'll take supplements from because I trust them. I can call them up and they actually know what they're talking about, which is great. And you know me, I mean, I get everything down to the micro level. I want to know how it works. Um, and so the fact that they can support that and give me the answers that I'm looking for and, and talk to me, you know, using verbiage that I'm familiar with, especially with the medical industry, tells me a lot about that company, the efficacy of their product. Um, and then, of course, they always have studies to support their, um, every right, supplement that they sell. I mean, it's, it's incredible. And I've looked at them. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so you can always go to the rich solution.com, rich solution.com. Use the promo code Spoonie to get 25% off. And so we have individual supplements to use that Spoonie code. And then we have kits that we've put together for you. And those are already drastically reduced as well as no shipping charge. Okay. So just right before that, um, little plug, uh, we are talking about conventional dairy production um, versus raw milk. Um, so as Teddy attested to, we're talking about milk allergies and sensitivities um, can certainly be resolved with raw milk. Um, we know that the pasteurization and homeo... I can never... Homogenization. Homogenization actually... Uh, kills enzymes and nutrients and mm -hmm. so raw milk makes it more bioavailable to the body mm -hmm. so if you can get raw milk it's also better to get uh organic milk because it it's one step above that conventional milk um organic milk allows uh, excuse me avoids the antibiotics as well as growth hormones that's in the conventional dairy milk mm -hmm. then we have grass-fed milk and that contains nutrients that are vastly superior to the conventional milk and organic milk. Um, and that comes from cows that are much healthier. They have a much healthier eating uh, natural diet. So if you've heard about um, grass-fed beef, uh, even when we talk about uh, with getting your eggs, if we can go to a natural diet, it's mm -hmm. going to be definitely better. It's a step above. So the same thing is true with milk. So we know that if you have grass-fed milk, same thing is true with eggs, is that you're going to be getting much more of the healthy omega-3 fatty acids, as well as the CLA, that linoleic acid. Okay. So that has a variety of health benefits and uh, helps the immune system, bone mass, heart health, and lean body mass. 
Grass-fed milk also has vitamin K, which is a unique mm -hmm. uh, nutrient. Now, I, that's interesting because I didn't know that. And I don't know if people listening know, but vitamin K is really, it's produced by the bacteria in our gut, going back to probiotics. Um, it's one of the reasons why in the United States, when a baby is born, we give them a vitamin K shot right away because vitamin K is involved in clotting. And the baby, because it hasn't, you know, eaten it has it doesn't have its gi system is not developed when it's first born there's no bacteria to produce that vitamin k so i forget what it is but there's i know in like the asian um region i want to say it's like one in a thousand or one in ten thousand babies that are born because they don't give them the vitamin k they they will hemorrhage they'll bleed out and unfortunately they don't survive um in the united states you know that's why we give those shots yeah but it's interesting that the vitamin k is that it's in the milk i wonder where that comes from right well that's a great fact because I, I forgot about that you mm -hmm. know when you're having or you're going to have children you read about that and it's been quite some time <laughs> i totally forgot about that <laughs> Um, yeah, so raw milk is even better than uh, conventional dairy. Again, it's loaded with enzymes, beneficial bacteria, vitamins, newt, uh, minerals, and protein, which those are all severely degraded when they are and destroyed in the pasture mm -hmm. uh, and pasteurized process. What's that? The heat. That's yes. what it does. It denatures those proteins. It makes them so they're non-functional. Right. So raw milk, it has to be purchased through farmers markets or small dairy farms, but it's usually far fresher uh, and definitely better tasting than conventional organic milk. So definitely uh, check that out. So if you can get organic grass-fed raw milk, you have that perfect combination. So look to raw milk, then even a, a step above that is the organic, then above that is the organic grass-fed raw milk. So we've been told, I don't know if you've heard this, that uh, drinking raw milk is dangerous. And I remember seeing this way back when. So I think most of you are probably going to be surprised that you've been misled. So what is the truth really about raw milk? I don't know. Is there anything you can speak to that? Do you know? Well, I so I I think it just has to do with, I mean, pasteurization, Louis Pasteur, right, that developed it, um, you know, when there's so many good there's good bacteria in the fresh milk unfortunately if we don't take care of it properly um you know it, those bacteria can proliferate and potentially harmful bacteria could proliferate or grow and then you know cause us harm when we consume it um and i know that it's probably much it probably costs more to produce the fresh milk that's not pasteurized because you're keeping it at you know this temperature whatever the temperature is right. um so that that bacteria can't grow however if when you're pasteurizing it i would assume that the amount of time extends that you can leave it out or that it doesn't have to be you know at the cooler temperature there's probably a little bit more leeway so it's probably more cost effective um but i also know that the government too regulates that and i don't even think it can be sold fresh milk can be sold i believe it's illegal to go across state lines which is one of the reasons it's so hard to find right right because you can only get it from uh farmers markets or individuals uh farmers right um so here the whole thing uh that we've heard uh, that was scary or and misleading everyone is that you're going to get sick because the bacteria that's left in the milk because it hasn't been pasteurized but again they've done a lot of research and they're saying that you are actually 35,000 times more likely to get sick from other foods than you are from raw milk wow 
So the CDC reports there is an estimated 48 million foodborne illnesses diagnosed each year. And of these 48 million illnesses, only about 42, 42% each year are due to the consumption of fresh, unprocessed raw milk. Or excuse me, I meant to say about 42 illnesses, but it's 0.0005%. Okay, I was going to say, wait, that sounds a little high. Just a little high. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, also, there's Dr. Chris Kessler. He did a thorough investigation and he, to get the true impact of raw milk illness and death. Uh, he says that the CDC makes it sound inevitable and the found that the chances of becoming hospitalized from a bacterial illness caused by raw milk is three times less than your chance of dying in a plane crash. Wow. Yeah, well, so here's the other thing, too, is that when you have good bacteria in something, and this is also true when, you, when you're dealing with cheese, and in Europe they don't have the same standards that we do, and, but they don't necessarily have some of the same problems. I'm not going to go into that. But the good bacteria prevent the bad bacteria from taking hold. Right. You know, it's kind of that's the same thing that goes on with our guts. If you've got good bacteria in your gut, you're less likely to have that bad bacteria or pathogenic or opportunistic bacteria, whatever you want to call them, um, proliferate or grow and then cause harm to you. Um, so Right. Yep. I would agree. And so people need to know if you're eating the standard American diet, raw milk could be something very good to add to your diet because it helps benefit with allergies in your skin and we're going to get into that in a little bit Mm. as well it has so many beneficial nutrients without the processing dangers that's with conventional milk okay so let me just run down on a few things here for raw milk benefits it can reduce allergies Uh, we know that children that drink raw milk are 50 percent less likely to develop allergies and 41 percent less likely to develop asthma Wow. Yeah, that's those are huge numbers. We see so many young kids who have asthma. I know. So it could be because of conventional dairy milk. Um, so how does uh, raw milk reduce allergies? Well, it's isn't dairy tied to high rates of intolerance and sensitivities? Yes. But the nutrients like the probiotics, right. vitamin D, and the immunoglobulins, the yeah. antibodies... Yep found in raw milk naturally boost the immune system and reduce the risk of allergies in both children and adults. So well, yeah. I don't know if you could speak to that. Well, yeah, that I mean, it makes sense to me thinking about it because whenever you cause inflammation, so everything everything that you said about raw milk, you're not causing as much inflammation. It's easier to digest, right? And anytime you cause inflammation, sometimes what happens is it kind of tricks our body or trains our body or trains our immune system to then be like, okay, I need to have a response to this, right? right? So, right. and the more you're exposed, the more chance you have of a response. I mean, you see that with poison ivy. Most people are not going to react to poison ivy the first time they come in contact with it because their body doesn't know what it is. What it is it's like, right? okay, what is this antigen? Well, once you're exposed to it, the body builds up some antibodies and the next time you'll have a response to it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's interesting. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. Certainly does. And so we know the enzymes that's in the raw milk, they help digestion, but they're often reduced and destroyed during the pasteurization, Mm -hmm. which we already talked about. So that is what can lead to that lactose intolerance Mm. with conventional milk. So I'm not sure if many of you are familiar with it, but it can help improve skin health. Uh, A lot, if you're really into um, maybe, you know, health, taking care of your skin, 
Uh, we've heard that w- someone who has problems with acne can definitely be due to a dairy consumption mm-hmm. and removing dairy, conventional dairy, can really and help and w- increasing with the raw milk um, can help with your improving your skin, which I think is a great thing to know because, and it can help with psoriasis, eczema, um, that's for raw milk because it has the healthy fats. It has that, um, saturated fats and omega threes. So it supports skin hydration. So I think that's a very interesting thing. It again, supplies the probiotics and the raw milk that kill off the bad, the balance of the bad bacteria in your gut, which definitely affects your skin health. Mm-hmm. So we know that the infl- uh, research shows that inflammation and the unbalanced gut flora contribute to skin issues such as acne and eczema. Um, let's see, we, we're not quite finished with all the benefits of raw dairy. Let me at least talk a little bit about ozonation. And that is from promolife.com. Check out promolife.com. Ozonation's been around for uh, since the 1800s. I've been doing it for over two and a half years. I've added it to my uh, medical treatment. Uh, I believe it's definitely helping the efficacy of my traditional treatment as well as giving me a good quality of life. And so people will use it with autoimmune conditions, other health uh, conditions as well as cancers um, caused by bacteria, bacteria, um, pathogens, and viruses. And it can help with slowing down cancer cell growth. We know that athletes use it as well as um, celebrities because they use it when they detox, help supporting the immune system. So go check it out. It's easy to add ozonation to your day. It only takes a few minutes each day and will definitely boost your immune system. Go check it out at promolife.com forward slash Spoonie. Use a Spoonie code for 10% off. So we are going to take a break here. So stay with us. When we come back, we're going to finish up the benefits of raw milk and then go into some of the non-dairy substitutes. Stay right there. Dr. Ken Brown here, host of Gut Check Project with my co-host, Eric Rieger. Eric, we've been seeing Mojo guys over there and over here at Spoonie talk about Atrontil for bloating. I've seen in my practice that Atrontil is a whole lot more than just a bloating product. Yes, it does a whole lot more than just fix bloating because of the polyphenols that you find in Atrontil. You're exactly right. The polyphenols are those molecules that we find in the Mediterranean diet. It makes vegetables and fruits very colorful. What are some of the things that these polyphenols do, Eric. These polyphenols can actually stop inflammation. They can help you have more energy. They can help you with anti-aging. And polyphenols are great for athletes. It sounds like it's going to help a whole lot more people than just bloating. Tell me how everybody should be taking Atrontil. If you want to dose Atrontil, it's two capsules three times a day, basically with your meals. But if you aren't bloated and you just want that polyphenol intake every day, two to three capsules a day will work for you. Go to lovemytummy.com slash spoonie. Dr. Ken Brown here, host of Gut Check Project with my co-host, Eric Rieger. I've seen in my practice that Atrontil is a whole lot more than just a bloating product. Yes, it does a whole lot more than just fix bloating because of the polyphenols that you find in Atrontil. What are some of the things that these polyphenols do, Eric? These polyphenols can help you have more energy, and polyphenols are great for athletes. It sounds like it's going to help a whole lot more people than just bloating. Go to lovemytummy.com slash spoonie. 
Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-570-6630. 800-570-6630. That's 800-570-6630. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. This show and more is available on demand at Spoonie.com. Hello there, and welcome to The Rich Solution on Spoonie Radio. This is Gwen Rich, your host and health advocate, and I have with me here today in studio, Ted Rich, as we are giving the lowdown on dairy and non-dairy substitutes hot topic because so many people are trying to make healthier lifestyle choices and dairy or non-dairy substitutes is certainly uh, something to be concerned about and knowledgeable about. So before the break, we were talking about raw dairy, which is very helpful for you, much better than conventional dairy. And we were talking a little bit about its benefits. We just finished with uh, helping to improve your skin with different skin conditions. We know it can help prevent nutrient deficiencies because we're talking about um, 300 calories in the average American's diet, okay, out of the over 2,000 calories, just over 200 calories, can be attributed to added sugars or sweeteners. So when we look here at uh, raw dairy in comparison, this is a nutrient-rich food, has fruits and vegetables that only contribute about 424 calories. So it will make uh, a much greater proportion of nutrients based on a conventional dairy. And as we mentioned before, for nutrient deficiencies, we know that it has magnesium, potassium, vitamin A, and vitamin K. Okay. As well as... Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Now, we talked a little bit about the next one. So it may fight um, H. pylori yeah. infection, which everybody has in their system. Do you remember this from, from the last Absolutely. time I was... Yeah. Yeah, so I figured if you want to speak to this, you can. So we're talking about whey proteins and good bacteria in fermented milk help combat H. pylori right. infection. It's a helobacter pylori. Right. So... so well, so uh, we all, like, as I had said previously, we all have it in our gut, or most of us do. A lot of people do. I shouldn't say we all have it. Um, however, most of us do not develop um, ulcers. So what they found is that H. pylori um, are a major contributor to ulcers in the GI tract. Um, and one of the reasons is because they irritate the lining, they burrow in there, they actually produce a substance that neutralizes stomach acid, so the stomach acid can't get to them. Once they burrow you know, beyond the mucus, um, now they, they're pretty much safe from the stomach acid, and then they, they like burrow into your actual lining. Um, it's kind of, it's pretty nasty. Yeah. And then, you know, you get the pain and stuff like that. Um, so of course, anything you can do to decrease, you know, their proliferation or their, um, multiplication within, um, your system is going to be good. Yeah, definitely agree. Okay. And this is what we started to speak to a little bit when you were talking about life extension Mm -hmm. and that is raw dairy is great to be used to make probiotic foods. Mm -hmm. I don't think really you can go through a day without seeing some advertisement about 
probiotic foods or fermented foods. Um, not sure if you're aware of how good they are for you. Definitely good for uh, the microorganisms that line your gut support the nutrient absorption. They're very good. Those types of bacteria, most people don't know, but over 99% of bacteria that exist are non-pathogenic. So what that means is that they will not cause us harm. Um, and also we have significantly more, I'm not going to say the number cause I actually don't remember it off the top of my head, but we have significantly more bacteria in our bodies than we actually have human cells oh, that yeah. we're made up of. Now, some people are like, wait, how is that possible? Cause wouldn't that mean you're, you know, they're bigger than you? Well, bacteria, remember they're much smaller, um, in cell size compared to our own. So that's why we don't see them. We see us and our right. cells, but yeah, they're good stuff. I mean, so much of, of our environment and our body is, you know, vitamins, right. minerals, the stuff that we need is produced by bacteria. Right. Protection. Think bacteria, they think bad, but in mm -hmm. this case, it's no, we need much more of the good bacteria mm -hmm. uh, in our gut. So something that uh, as far as raw cheese, some of the products that you can see are kefir and yogurt. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're talking about the real raw organic probiotic yogurt cheeses. Kefir has been consumed by some of the healthiest populations around the world for thousands of years. For those in the blue zones, we've talked about that before. Right. Those are where they have a larger percent of their population who are centurions. Um, so we know that probiotic foods help colon cancer, diarrhea, um, IBS, intestinal mm. infections, uh, in irritable bowel syndrome, skin infections, weakened immune system, urinary tract infection, and uh, vaginal yeast infection. So a whole host of things that you can help try and avoid by just using some probiotic I mean, fermented skin too. raw milk. Yeah. What? I skin too. Right. I mean, anytime you're having a good bacteria around, you're preventing that bad bacteria there, right? Because they're competing against right. each other, right? They all want to survive. But if you got more good than the bad, the good are going to, you know, outnumber them and you won't have to deal with the bad. It's not going, they're not going to proliferate and grow and infect you. So, right, right. So the other good thing about raw cheese is that it doesn't contain added sugar or synthetic ingredients. Which is, I think, when everybody, th if you listen through this whole episode, I think one thing you're going to see is that a lot of the substitutes can have added preservatives, oh, yeah. ingredients, and sugar. And so that's something you're going to watch out for. Americans consume way too much sugar, so some of it, it just seems natural because you want to have something that tastes good, but it's too much sugar. Mm -hmm. So the raw milk is really good for you. No added sugar or synthetic ingredients so really good to know um because most foods do have some level of a natural sugar including raw dairy right it's called lactose right right so that's the natural sugar in dairy and it's balanced with the other nutrients and so therefore it's not a concern so definitely it's healthy for you in moderation um they can have dairy products can have a multiple uh, ingredients uh, including extra sugar and artificial sweeteners to boost the taste. Added sugars come in many forms. You can see cane juice, corn sweetener, dextrose, fructose, and high fructose corn syrup. And those are really unnecessary. You don't need them. Anything and definitely with, harmful. Anything with oats, oats at exactly. the end. <laughs> yes. No, I tell the group whenever I do my webinar, we cover sugar and 
carbohydrates and simple sugars, but any there's o- at least over 50 different names of sugars, mm. and they keep coming out with more. So, right. yeah, you've definitely got to educate yourself on that. Um, so what are some of the nutrient uh, facts for raw milk? Um, we know, we talked about before, it has fat-soluble vitamins A, D, and K2. Because the milk comes from cows or goats that's grazing on grass, the research has shown it contains higher levels of heart-healthy, cancer-killing, fat-soluble vitamins than milk that comes from factory farm cows. So it's just an overwhelming abundance of information of how uh, raw milk is much more better for you than conventional. They show uh, also that most common deficiencies in children is a lack of fat-soluble vitamins. Mm. And so these vitamins support your brain and nervous system, which are definitely crucial for for development, as well as focus and brain function. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fat-soluble vitamins also support bone density and help naturally balance your hormones. So what are the, so the the fat-soluble vitamins, for those of you that um, were not with us, um, you know, when we talked about, you know, the B complex and stuff, easy way to remember fat soluble vitamins is A DEC, A D E K. Those are the only fat soluble vitamins. All the other ones are water soluble. And so, why is that significant, right? Well, water soluble vitamins, because they're water soluble, they're very easily excreted. They're not stored. The kidney, you know, excretes them. In fact, that's how a lot of stuff works, even medications and whatever that are not water soluble at first, the liver metabolizes them and, you know, converts their form to something that's water soluble so then the kidneys can excrete it. Um, So that's what you have to have the water solubles every day to replenish your supply, like vitamin B, for example, fat soluble stored in the fat. So when your body has enough, it stores it away when it needs it, um, it can take it back out. So you don't need those every day. Um, But a little tidbit for you on vitamins. Yeah, very good tidbit. So, okay. So following off that, we're talking about that raw milk has short chain fatty acids, the CLA and the omega-3s. Okay. And so we know that it being high anti-inflammatory with the omega-3 fatty acids, raw milk from the grass-fed animals is a rich source of butyrate. Oh. Okay, that's a short-chain fatty acid that's widely known to control health issues related to inflammation, slows metabolism, and stress resistance. So I always talk about butyrate um, because it's in butter. I believe our body makes it in some fashion. Uh, but butyrate helps with the lining of your stomach. So if you're having any stomach issues, uh, IBS, anything like that, butyrate is really, really helpful for you. So that's my excuse to have like grass-fed butter or ghee because it has the butyrate in it. Um, What else could I tell you? Let's see. Yeah, so we know that it's also tied to cancer prevention, healthier cholesterol levels, and even help reduce body fat. So we know it has essential minerals and electrolytes, calcium, magnesium, potassium. So raw milk is one of the highest sources of minerals and electrolytes, which that I did not know. So many people do not get enough of them. Mm. Uh, It's a significant percent of these minerals is lost during the heat pasteurization with the traditional uh, conventional dairy. So we have whey protein and immunoglobulins. So it's by far the best tasting curds and whey protein that come from raw milk. Whey protein is fantastic for anyone who's looking to burn fat and build 
or retain lean muscle. Right. Whey is high in the enzymes and proteins, the amino acids, and the best way to get those immunity boosting is in their natural forms. Well, the other thing too with going off of protein that's so great about raw milk is that because it gives you gives your body the tools to break stuff down, those amino acids and everything are much more readily available. It's easier for your body to incorporate that into, you know, growing muscle or new tissue. Um, because when you don't have, you know, when you have protein, protein is just a bunch of amino acids, right? And our body can't just, oh, you got protein. Okay, let's use it. No, your body actually has to break down that protein. I mean, first of all, it's got to get rid of the nitrogen complex taxes the kidneys which i'm not going to go into but you know it breaks them down into its basic form which are the amino acids and then your you know dna and everything tells you how to build using those amino acids so the easier we make it for our body to break that down the better right but good point okay the other great thing about raw cheese is we talked about the probiotics and the kefir cheese and yogurt so raw uh dairy their probiotics are found in small amounts in the raw milk. But when you ferment raw uh. milk to make foods like kefir, yogurt, and cheese, the good bacteria dramatically increase. Right. You're allowing them to grow. And right. you know what? There's kombucha, yeah, which we'll probably do a whole episode on that at some point. And then cottage cheese, too. I didn't hear you talk about. And I, because I love cottage cheese. So, and the stuff that you got. So she had gotten some. You know, I typically get whatever brand it is. It's probably not the best. It's not natural. And you had gotten some all natural stuff that was fermented. Oh my God, it tasted so good. Right. I had never had, I mean, <laughs> I finished off the whole, whole thing. thing. I know, it's just a big difference in the taste. Right. Yeah, I don't remember the brand. So I'll have to, yeah, have to recall that. But we, so we know that the, the high, uh, the, the naturally, excuse me, the raw dairy is naturally high in the probiotics more than any other mm -hmm. uh, in the dairy products. So definitely very good for you. So what's the difference between milk, raw milk benefits and conventional milk? Um, well, I think we've covered most of them due to the pasteurization process. And uh, what's the other? And homogenization. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, that we know is giving uh, not so many good health benefits to conventional milk. So uh, anything that you want to add to that? Yeah, I just want to say if you get an opportunity to buy raw milk, it might be a little bit more expensive. Just try it. The one thing that you know, tip I'll tell you, make sure that you shake it because raw milk is not homogenized. That means it's going to separate into its different components, but it's so good. It's so good. It's so much better than the homogenized pasteurized stuff. Um, but yeah, make sure that you shake it. Yeah, that's a good one. Since I don't drink it, I've never tried that, but I've heard everyone say that. So you can get them at your local markets, local farmers, buy goat's milk, milk kefir, raw cheeses, plain raw milk. Like you said, uh, some states even have it labeled for pe pet consumption only. This is something that I learned. Milk? Yeah, the raw milk. Yeah, so that's why oh, the are raw milk in each state. So, but it we won't know you uh, can... hurt you, but it'll hurt your pet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for those of you who have pets, you could give your dog raw milk as well. Something your whole family, literally your whole family will enjoy. You can get it at Whole Foods. You can get it online with certain products. You have uh, Beyond Organic, Wise Choice Market, Real Milk. So these retailers have raw cheeses too, and they're shipped right to your door. So I thought that was very cool. I learned a lot of stuff about raw milk. 
So now I want to go into soy milk. Is sure. there anything that you want to talk about first before I get well, into the soy Well, the first milk thing or? that comes up, because, you know, I had said almond milk would, you know, that was my first choice. But with soy, the first thing that comes up is complete protein. So, but I don't know much about it. I don't consume it a lot, um, but I'm not against it. Yeah. So talk okay. to me. Yeah. What What's... What's it about? Well, so soy was one of the first non-dairy substitutes that's mm-hmm. been around, um, but it is losing traction and for a couple of reasons. So we know that 95% of the soy on the market is readily available in genetically modified forms, mm-hmm. which for your ba- body is pretty bad for you. Where in Japan, which is what they're famous for, the natto soy is very different than ours. It's not a GMO. So most of the soy in this country is bad for you, especially if you're a male or female. Um, if It doesn't even mean if you're getting close to menopause, I guess, is when you need to think about it. Because the soy is a common phytoestrogen. So that's a plant-based estrogen. So it's responsible for altering hormonal levels and interfering with normal bodily processes. So there are certain times, uh, periods where people, Mm. where phytoestrogens can potentially be beneficial, but for the most part, they need to stay away from them. We're talking about men and women as well. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know a lot about this, but that's interesting. Yeah. I've I've heard that about soy products. I have too. I mean, I've heard if guys, uh, I don't know, I looked at a study a while back and these guys were consuming quite a bit of soy. It was what the study did and their testosterone levels decreased or whatever and the estrogen had increased. So, yeah, hmm. definitely. If you're in the health industry, you hear about that. So, like I said, it was definitely the alternative mil- uh, alternative to milk. It's definitely being surpassed by things like almond milk, coconut milk, and other ho- healthier choices that we're going to talk about. Like you said, it's a decent source of protein because it has all the amino acids that you need in your diet. However, you do want to avoid the soy protein isolate, which that helps create uh, deficiencies of vitamin E, D, and B12, calcium, magnesium, manganese, mm. copper, iron, and zinc. So it's definitely soy milk has come a long way to, with its flavor for most of the com- for, uh, commercial brands because they do taste pretty decent now. But the other thing you need to know is that soy milk is also pretty highly processed and it can nice. contain something called phytic acid which actually can block absorption of essential minerals, the calcium, magnesium, copper, iron, and zinc in the intestinal tract. Don't know if you've heard about that. Um, Again, Mm -hmm. one of the major problems, so it's processed, it has the GMO. Um, So make sure with soy, you want to make sure it is labeled organic because um, even organic soy still contains plant estrogens that can disrupt normal hormones in the body for both men and women. Mm. So Soy is um, thought to be feminizing, if you want to think about it, to both men and women. Um, It can possibly be the cause of excess weight gain and even man boobs. (laughs) So while soy could also interfere with healthy thyroid function, and we know about 40% of the population, adult population, has a thyroid condition and they're not even aware of it. So... Mm. Soy definitely plays with some different mechanisms in your body. So okay. think twice about that. So I think I would believe from everything that I just talked about in research is that there are better alternatives out there than soy milk. It's just so difficult to figure it out because you hear, 
you know, the research will go one way and then it goes the other way. And a perfect, I mean, soy is a good example, but like a perfect example is eggs too, right? right? Eggs are bad for you. Eggs are good for you. Now I heard something about eggs being bad for you again or whatever the cholesterol, I don't know. You know, it's like, make up your mind. Right, you're trying (laughs) to do a good job, which is why we're here today to try to filter some of this out. So in the end, you can li- listen to this and, and get your own educated um, I think at the opinion. end of the day, you have to just say, okay, if we're flipping this much, maybe we don't understand it enough to make a definitive decision. Right. Maybe we need to isolate some more variables. You know, you can err on the side of caution, of course, right. which is what it sounds like, you know, helped you make your decision about, yes. you know, staying away from it or whatever. But did do you have anything on the production of soy? Because I have heard some nasty things about it. I've heard that it produces a lot of waste. It can be toxic for the environment. Um, lime is used. You know, that it competes with natural forests, hmm. um, even the air, the pollution that's right. produced. Now, I don't know. Uh, I'm not verifying this or validating. I'm just saying this. These are things that I have heard. I've also heard the other, you know, way where it's not as bad as people say it is. Um, and I haven't done the research, so I can't say one way or the other. But right, no, but that's a very good point. I did not find anything on that with soy milk, but I did find it out with some of the other ones that. Okay. I'm get into. Okay. So that is a valid point. Something you definitely those who are changing to a milk substitute because of environmental reasons Mm -hmm. that's exactly what we're going to get a little into here so the next one would be almond milk and i think this was your choice Mm -hmm. right okay so yes thinks that milk substitute that's going to hands down win is almond milk so we will see so we definitely it's becoming very very popular it's taking over the market it makes up two-thirds of the plant-based milk uh, market in the united states But listen to this. So while a handful of almonds we know is loaded with nutrition like protein, fiber, antioxidants, and healthy fats, Uh to get the equivalent nutrition of a handful of almonds, you need to drink about 48 ounces of almond milk for that same (laughs) nutrition. Right. So... That's a massive amount of calories. I'll uh, I'll just go with a handful of almonds. <laughs> well, just wait. <laughs> um, don't don't be so quick to to deep. Okay, okay. Um, so almonds themselves require a large amount of uh, water to grow. I remember seeing this on um, Jimmy Kimmel lot. You know when he did his show, he was t- you know talking about the environmental damages and all that kind of s- impact. And he talked about almonds and how many gallons of water it takes mm-hmm. just to make so many almonds. And so that is true. The amount of almonds you actually get in a glass of almond milk is really pretty low. Okay. Uh, and actually, a lot of times with almond milk, it's actually the third ingredient on the label, depending on the oh, brand wow. of almond milk you're drinking. Yeah. So cartons of almond milk can contain as low as 2% of almonds. The rest is going to be water, sugar, added vitamins and minerals, and thickening agents like carrageenan and gargum, which can upset your stomach. So what you're finding is that because those two ingredients can affect people's stomach, there are brands that are moving away from the carrageenan and adding an emulsifying thickener known as gel and gum, which seems to be less irritating to the digestive system. I'm just going to quick run by some of these... um, benefits because i want to be able to at least go over all the different alternatives Um, we know that it can be beneficial for preventing and managing certain cancers and here we're talking about prostate cancer cells has to do with the monosaturated fat 
Uh, it can aid in weight loss. So that's because if you drink almond milk, it's low in calories per serving. So it could definitely be good for the common weight loss diet. Compared to goat's milk, it has 168 calories per serving. Almond milk has 40 calories. So definitely can be used for that. Almond milk minimally affects your blood sugar. So it's great for people who are watching their blood sugar. Um, we know that there's nutrients found in almond milk that helps to create energy and not store it as fat. It keeps your heart strong. Very important. Helps build strong teeth and bones because that vitamin D that we talked about helps free radical damage and disease formation. It can even maybe slow down the process of Alzheimer's. We know that if you could live to be 85, one out of every two Americans will come down with Alzheimer's. So the bottom line with it is it's not bad for you. You could have a little bit on your cereal or in your coffee, but I wouldn't start guzzling a lot because again, it's more nutritious to have that handful of almonds. And of course, go unsweetened. That's definitely the better version to have where otherwise it's a lot of empty calories with little nutrition. So the next one we want to talk about is coconut milk. Okay, so this one um, is gaining a lot of traction as well. Um, very well known in the culinary world because you can use it as a creamy rich texture in so many foods. It goes way beyond foods, uh, soups and stews. Um, so coconut milk is not what's right from the coconut. It's processed a little bit more. It's got a smooth, creamy flavor and generally does not have much of a coconut taste. Let's get to its benefits. Mm. We know it can help the immune system and prevent disease. Okay. Um, in coconut milk, we have lauric acid. Okay. Do you know about lauric acid? I, medium chain fatty acid. Right. There's yeah. There's a couple of them. In yeah. It's easily absorbed. And it's used the body by the body for energy. Right. Um, lowers cholesterols. Sorry, I want to run through these really quickly. The nine benefits of coconut milk, heart health by lowering your blood pressure and cholesterol, builds muscle, helps lose fat, as well as provides electrolytes and prevents oh fatigue, helps lose weight, improves digestion and relieves constipation, manages blood sugar and con controls diabetes, helps prevent anemia, prevents joint inflammation and arthritis, prevents ulcers. So a lot of things that coconut milk are really good for. Hmm. We're not going to be able to get into half. Again, we also I know. Do, always do two shows because we end up giving so much good information in the first episode and then trying to catch up here. <laughs> um, so coconut is a, a very good alternative uh, the, the bottom line is it's a decent milk substitute. It's low in protein. If you want a better tasting option, just add a little almond milk to the coconut milk, wow. and you can uh, blend the two together. That's a good idea. Definitely. So two, uh, three or four other options here is rice milk. Mm -hmm. Okay. A lot of carbs, a lot of sugar. What's that? A lot of carbs and a lot of sugar. I think right. that one has the most, right? I'm just thinking, I mean, rice is a carb. <laughs> Exactly. Rice milk is a possible substitute um, if you have any nut allergies. It's not a superfood. It's thin and watery, and it's loaded with sugar. Mm. We have hemp milk that's from the seeds of hemp plant, and basically that's a decent substitute for dairy milk, especially if you have the nut or soy allergies. It's got that creamy, healthy uh, fats and protein. 
you have pea protein milk. It's really the new kid on the block. Um, it's, it's from the variety of a nut-based milks, including almond, cashew, coconut, and macadamia um, milks. So for you, those of you who maybe cannot do the nut allergies, pea protein is definitely that nice addition. So pea protein milk is a good bet for a milk substitute, especially if you have a nut and dairy allergy. It's lower in sugar, higher in protein, and other nutrients, and it tastes good. Again, you can blend them I like with, that. with other ones. really like that tip about blending them yes. because if you want these health benefits or maybe you're trying to you know, ease into something and you're not going cold turkey, I mean, that's such a great idea. I didn't even think of it. And I don't know if our viewers also know, and I'm, I'll try to be quick with this, but you can also make a lot of these at home too um, in terms of cost effectiveness and even controlling your own variables such as how much is it processed, what's added to it. Um, you can look for recipes online. They're all over the place. It typically just involves soaking whatever um, you're making the milk from for you know a couple days or whatever it is you're then throwing it in a food processor with some water and then you're just straining it and you can look for bags that strain it little mesh bags um, you can get them on the internet well and that happens to be all that we could give you today thank you for that great tip <laughs> thank you Ted I'm Gwen Rich your health advocate founder of the Rich Solution so remember success is not final failure is not fatal what matters the courage to continue. <laughs>This is the only 24-hour, take-anywhere platform dedicated to food and fun. We're Spoonie. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.